Hello and welcome back to our Wednesday Word Podcast. Today, I feel like I have a pretty short and sweet message, but I also feel like it is simple yet profound. So today we're going to be talking about obedience and we are going to be diving into Deuteronomy. I know last week I shared a little bit more about the promise and also my hesitation to even like share about Deuteronomy throughout this last month. Um, I am nearing the end of the entire book, but before I wrap up, I feel like I wanted to share just a little bit about the topic of obedience and what comes with obedience, what comes after obedience, and the importance of that. And I think that kind of goes along with just the season of life that I'm in, um, just being obedient to God and trusting that his plan is much greater than mine. So before I get started any further, I want to go ahead and open up, open us up in prayer, and then we will finish out the rest of the message. Lord, I ask that you would speak through me. I ask that your spirit would say what it is that you want others to hear, that you would just use me as a vessel for your glory, God, and that you would shine your light on the importance and the fruitfulness of obedience. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so as I've been reading through Deuteronomy, a lot of it is just like Moses reminding the people and the Lord reminding the people of the laws and basically just decrees that he gave them leading up into this point. And also the things that he's been doing and he has done for them and the promises that he promised to them. So as we kind of near the end of the book, I've been noticing this theme of obedience. And I think throughout this year, (laughs) um, specifically, I don't feel like I've felt this much in my life to be honest I always have kind of felt like if you do good like the Lord will reward you kind of situation um which you know does lead back into my workspace mindset but also is biblical right if you're doing good with the right mindset you will reap a harvest and this year I think I really questioned that like does does anything that I do matter like is my obedience to the Lord important like what if I just didn't obey God would he give me the same life that I have and obviously I think when you struggle with you know (laughs) even understanding and believing that God is real when you're in that season of course you're going to question does what I do matter does obedience really matter do the nice guys win because I know there's you know the saying of like nice guys finish last And I've never really felt that way in my entire life until this year of like, does my obedience really matter, God? Because like, you know, leaving my career was probably the biggest thing God could have asked me to do. Like, honestly, Uh, the only there's a few other like worse things he could do, you know, to me, I feel like or or take things away from me. and, And those things would just really entail death. Other than that, like taking away my career was the biggest thing he could have took from me. And to many, that could feel like, why? Why was that so important to you? And I think in the the role that I have in my marriage, in this life, in even just supporting my husband and his career, I think it's very easy to see 
even just as a wife, like if your husband has a very successful career, which mind you, I am extremely grateful for his career and I am, I am grateful for his success and I know that the Lord designed him to be in his job and he is very good at his job and I know that the Lord's favor is upon him and I'm so grateful for that. But I do think that it's really easy for Satan to tempt women and and to tell them the lie of like, you're just kind of like a sideline partner here. Like you don't have any sort of value. Like you're not, your value or your worth is in your salary or whatever. And so that's why I think it's really, really difficult to be a stay-at-home mom. So that's all. A really, that could be an an entire podcast on its own. But if you are a stay-at-home mom, I just want to say that I have the utmost respect for you because I kid you not, I really do think for me that would be the hardest job in the entire world. And first, if God has put you in that place, like praise the Lord. I mean, there is no more important work, but also like praise God for him giving you the strength to do that on a daily basis. Um, some people may take this the wrong way of like, what do you mean if you're a stay-at-home mom? Why can't you just stay home with your kids? And I get that. I, d- I just don't believe that God has designed everyone to stay home with their kids. But I do believe that those he has designed to stay home with their kids are really special human beings. Like I believe that he has placed just like a, an ultimate gift upon you to be able to do that. Um, and I've, I've thought a lot about that over the last few months and in this season in my life for my own mental health, that is not something that I feel like God is calling me to do, but it is very important work. However, you know, society and Satan can often lie to us and say that work is not important. Um, and so when you're married to someone who's very successful for me, I was also very successful in my career and that really allowed me to hold on to my pride of like, well, he's successful, but I'm just as successful. <laughs> and I laugh thinking about it because it's just like so immature. <laughs> uh, but it's funny because like a year ago, I was like, this is so important to me. Uh, and it, it still is, right? Like I, I still care about success. But for God to take away that thing, it was like this thing that felt secure to me. It felt like it was the only thing that was really mine, like everything else is ours. That was the only thing that really felt like mine. And for God to say, I want you to leave this and trust me was really a big deal. And I would say it was a really big deal for me to be obedient um, to that. I talk to a lot of women uh, on a weekly basis, (laughs) definitely monthly, that are like, I really just want to leave my job and quit my job. Because they're just not happy. And the reality is a lot of families in the United States could make life work on one income. They just choose not to. And that's not the case for everyone. Okay? So I'm just going to say that right. That's not the case for everyone. But a lot of families could do that. They choose not to because they want to have really nice things. And nice things require a lot of money. And... We're blessed enough to where, you know, we could survive off of one income. But that was a major lifestyle change. And I'll say this, for God to take me out of a career where I was making a good salary to bring me to making zero dollars, 
I mean, honestly, even like negative dollars <laughs> was very humbling for me. And there were just many moments in the spring where I was like, does this even matter? Like, does my obedience matter? Because, you know, if you've been listening, you know, I felt like God was punishing me. So anyways, that was a much longer backstory than I'd intended. Um, so sorry about that. Cause I feel like I'm kind of rambling. <laughs> um, but anyways, I want to read these verses and I want to remind you that if you are questioning, does obedience matter? Does what I do matter? Yes. The answer is yes, it does matter. And God will reward you. I was listening to a podcast recently and this is such a simple sentence, but it really struck me. Because I needed to hear it and I needed to be reminded of it. The person speaking basically said, obedience will not return void. And to me, that was really, really powerful. I needed to be reminded that my obedience will be rewarded. And oftentimes I feel like I don't deserve that reward and I don't. But it's only by the grace of God that we're even able to be obedient. Without God's strength, there's no way I could have ever made that decision. However, when you make the decision, when you take the leap of faith, when you do good day after day after day, God will reward you. And his, his word tells us that. So I can sit here and say that with confidence that he will reward your obedience. So let me read a couple verses this says in Deuteronomy 30, verse 10, it says, The Lord your God will delight in you if you obey and keep the commands and decrees written in this book of instruction. And if you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and soul. Then he goes on to say <clears throat> later in that chapter in verse 19, this is Moses. I believe this is Moses or the Lord speaking through Moses. It might actually just be the Lord speaking. But it says, today I've given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying him and committing yourself firmly to him. This is the key to your life. And if you love and obey the Lord, you will live long in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. There are so many verses about obedience, really throughout the entire Bible, um, but especially in Deuteronomy, of, of basically God saying, if you obey me, if you obey my commands, I will give you a long life in this promised land. And he also promises, if you don't, I will destroy you. And we know just from reading the Bible that that proves to be true. So I want to read a few other verses just because I feel like they apply. Um, this is 1 Corinthians verse, chapter 1, verse 25. The foolish plan of God is wiser than the wisest of human plans, and God's weakness is stronger than the greatness, greatest of human strength. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. This is what the scriptures mean when they say, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has prepared what God, no, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. And then last verse I want to read, which in closing, I'll just say there are so many verses on obedience. 
So I can just read and read and read. But the last thing I want to read is Galatians 6 verses, let's do 7 through 10. It says, do not be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of faith. So in closing, don't get tired of doing good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. And there are many moments where I have wanted to give up in this last year. God is is showing me this harvest and this blessing that has come from him allowing me to be obedient to him and obedient to his call. And I just know that God has the greatest of plans for, for all of his children. And it's my heart's desire to see those plans continue to play out in people's lives in ways that to some may appear like radical. And the glory of God that I know now is something that makes me want to be obedient and share his glory for the rest of my life. Because I've seen what it has done in my own life and I want that for everyone else on this planet. I want them to know the glory and the character of God and the more we know God, the more content we are, the happier we are, because the more security and peace we have if we know the God of the universe. So I know that I definitely needed to hear this. I hope that one of you, this resonated with you. And please just know that obedience will never return void. Your obedience is important and God will reward you for doing good.